I was at lunch yesterday with my wife Janice, and she asked me if I'd seen the research that came out this month regarding uh, daytime sleepiness and its link to Alzheimer's. Um, I told her I hadn't. She got it from um, her alumni, her Hopkins alumni magazine. They were bragging again about what their docs or what their researchers are doing. Um, <clears throat> This is uh, the title of, or this is the, the cover article, and I believe these are probably PET scans um, from the study. Um, these are uh, Pittsburgh contrast PET scans. You uh, can pick up amyloid beta in these. So the idea was, are adults who are excessively tired during the day are more likely to have uh, brain deposits linked to Alzheimer's. Now, <clears throat> who did this study? Uh, how good was it? How many people were involved? A um, couple of things about it. Number one, it was uh, in Sleep Magazine, this, the, mag the uh, peer-reviewed journal of the Sleep Research Society. It was by Adam Spira. He's a PhD uh, researcher in sleep at Hopkins, and he did this with a team there. Um, <clears throat> here's the uh, title, Excessive Daytime Sleepiness and Napping in Cognitively Normal Adults, Associations with Subsequent Amyloid Deposition Measured by PIB PET Scan. Again, PIB is a type of, or PIB PET scans are a way of picking up uh, amyloid beta. So, uh, again, how many people did they look at? Was this a, a retrospective or an environmental study or a prospective study? Actually, as a prospective study. Um, <clears throat> I'll talk about uh, some of these issues in just a minute, but first, a brief introduction. Uh, my name is Ford Brewer, F-O-R-D, Brewer, B-R-E-W-E-R. -E -E I started off as an ER doc a little bit over 30 years ago. Working in the ER as a doc, you get a focus on prevention because most of the things people bring into um, the ER in, in terms of death, disease, and disability are preventable. We just need to focus and have the discipline to make some of the lifestyle changes and health behavior changes that we need to make. Um, but in order to do that, we need to understand the, the background and the science. I've been, I went to Hopkins, I left the ER after just a couple of years and went to Hopkins, got training in prevention, loved it, ended up running the program and have um, worked for the 30-something years since then with, uh, I've been a, a career medical director working with primary care staffs as large as 800 docs and more, um, helping them understand prevention so they can prevent disease rather than just uh, treat it after it happens. I've seen my share of patients and uh, worked with patients on doing the same thing as well. This channel is a free, um, <clears throat> free access to uh, some of the information that's coming out, the science that's developing. So what, uh, back to Dr. Adam Spira's study on um, excessive daytime sleepiness. He studied 124 community-dwelling participants at the Baltimore Longitudinal Study of Aging. They have a neuroimaging substudy, and this was uh, folks that they're following long-term. So it was a prospective study. They looked at 124 people who completed a self-reported self measures of EDS, excessive daytime sleeping, and napping at the uh, study baseline. 
They had normal um, cognitive uh, performance at that time. They underwent Pittsburgh Compound B positron emission tomography. That's PIB-PET is what it's called, PET scans of the brain. And those show uh, beta amyloid. Uh, they looked at those, in, uh, again, an average of 16 years later. Uh, what were the results? Well, the participants, in terms of results, were, uh, on average, about 60 years old. Some as young as 36 and others as old as 82 at the baseline when they started it. And so then you add the average um, 16 years to that. 24% had excessive daytime sleepiness and 29% napped. In an unadjusted analysis, they, these, they were th those with EDS, excessive daytime sleepiness, were more than three times likely to have significant beta amyloid buildup at follow-up. More than three times. They did some adjustments regarding age, BMI, education, and it was still, it, it decreased some, but it was still almost three times. So his conclusion, the author's conclusion was that excessive daytime sleepiness is, a, um, is associated with almost three times the odds of amyloid beta deposition on average 16 years later. If common EDS causes like sleep uh, disorder, breathing, and insufficient sleep are associated with temporarily uh, distal uh, with Alzheimer's biomarkers. This could have important implications for prevention. Well, in fact, he went on to say that, um, yes, folks understand that uh, exercise and um, both, both physical and mental exercise are major preventatives for uh, Alzheimer's. He also went on to comment that there is no treatment, as I think we all know. There's no treatment that's effective right now for Alzheimer's. Bred uh, Dale Bredesen is pushing on it. Uh, we've been doing some work at PrevMed on it. But again, there's no pill. It's all lifestyle. Um, <clears throat> lifestyle, diet, supplementation, health behaviors. So his point was uh, people haven't totally recognized sleep as a preventative measure. And this is really going to help get us there. Well, I agree. What, what do I think? What's my bottom line? I agree and I disagree. I certainly agree with his point that sleep is important. I don't know that I agree, though, with his statement that that's not recognized. Look at this. I mean, if you could just Google uh, the term Google Scholar, which will help you find uh, academic or science articles, and daytime sleepiness, Alzheimer's. Within less than a second, you get 37,600 results. Now, I didn't go through all of those results, but I went through a few pages of them, and as you can see here, there's a huge, well-known uh, association of sleeplessness and Alzheimer's. So, <clears throat> I don't know how important it is in terms of moving the science forward. Um, but I will say this. If you're like, like Adam Spira and you're still not totally there in terms of uh, believing the linkage between sleep and uh, prevention of dementia, I would think again. And I would make sure that I dealt with whatever problems I have regarding sleep, whether it's lack of exercise, 
um, sleep disorder breathing, uh, things like that. Thank you for your attention. Thank you for listening. For more information, please visit our website at prevmedhealth.com. To learn more, watch our videos on YouTube at Ford Brewer MD MPH. Thank you very much for your interest.